From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone. Romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663, or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about knowing the tools that you have in your marriage toolbox. And there's a quote from George Herbert that says, do not wait. The time will never be just right. Start where you stand and use whatever tools you have at your command and better tools will be found as you go along. That's great. I I love this. This is exactly like this is the heart behind One Extraordinary Marriage, you know, knowing those tools. And that's what we're going to be digging into in today's show. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And, you know, if you're brand new to the One Extraordinary Marriage show, first of all, we want to give you a gigantic welcome. Exactly. We we are so glad that you're here. We're so glad that you're listening. And you may be thinking, okay, you just mentioned a hug. What the heck is that? Well, a hug is actually a way where we have the opportunity to celebrate what's happening in the marriages, in the one family, the breakthrough, the insights that you're getting and implementing into your marriage. And this hug actually came out of a review for the six pillars of intimacy book that starts with, it was so personal when they said, if your spouse was just like you, one of you wouldn't be necessary. (laughs) My husband and I are polar opposites and grew up in very different homes. He is the more emotional feeling spontaneous guy. And I am the more type a rigid planner. For me, things are very black and white while my husband sees all the shades. Because of my upbringing, I've always placed high expectations on myself. And when my needs aren't met, I'll project those expectations on my husband. This has brought dishonor into our marriage. It's normal. I learned that it's normal to want your spouse to operate as you do. But in those moments where you desire your spouse to change, change starts with you. This first step toward that change is to look at the man in the mirror and ask, what can I do? This revelation is already transforming my marriage. It is allowing my spouse and I to be more vulnerable. And I've watched our communication grow and become the best it has been. I love it. It's incredible. You look at yourself in the mirror mm-hmm. and you say, what can I do? And that shifts everything. That's right. It's everything. Up. And, you know, we just, we love the feedback um, that we've been getting for the Six Pillars of Intimacy book. And we're so grateful for those of you who have shared how the book is already impacting you. And have picked it up. And if you haven't picked it up, go to sixpillarsofintimacy.com and grab your copy today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't let d- that success story right there can be yours as well. That's right. So uh, Tony said at the top of the show, we are talking about, you know, knowing the tools in your marriage toolbox. And, you know, we're just, we happen to be in a season right now where it seems like a lot of our friends are doing home remodel projects, yeah. right? We're just, we're, we're seeing pictures up on Instagram of demos and, you know, backsplashes and new kitchen islands and houses being built. There's, there's all of these things in our world happening, right? And, and so we just kind of sit back and we watch it or, you know, we, everybody's, not everybody. That's, that's not Elise and I, That's not us. Um, I, yeah, that's not us. Anyway, we won't, we won't go there. That's a whole different show. But we, you know, there's also those honeydew lists where you know you're going to need to like just run to Home Depot on the weekend, and, or just those few pictures that need to be hung. And you know, as we think about all of those different things, they all have one thing in common. And you need what that is is that you need tools to get the job 
done. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and we get, I mean, whether it's, you know, when we're doing a Facebook live or an Instagram live or the emails and stuff that come in, there are lots of conversations that Tony and I are having with people where people are asking for help in the marriage, where there's a project, if I can, you know, go back to my home improvement uh, analogy, but there's a project where you know, we'll hear statements like, well, we're, we're struggling to talk to one another mm -hmm. or, Hey, can you guys give us some date ideas? Cause we're just like, we're completely tapped. Um, we'll get people that like, this just happened the other day on an Instagram live where somebody asked us, well, how do we handle the differences in desire mm -hmm. in our marriage or, yeah. or another comment that was made on that live was we're on completely opposite sides when it comes to politics or vaccination and, and how do we handle these things? And, and, you know, ultimately it comes down to what's the right tool for the job, mm -hmm. for the project, for the situation in your marriage. And, and we know something about tools. We've talked about it kind of on this show, but you know, for me growing up, my dad had, I mean, I can still see this car to the day. It was a 1979 black Toyota Celica, tiny little Toyota. I was, yeah, 79 Toyota Celica, man. It was that tiny. Was tiny. It was and if you don't know what it is, just Google, Google it. it. Google it. But I remember being probably seven or eight years old and you know, we'd be in the garage and, you know, dad did all the work on the car. So he'd either be working on the clutch or, or, you know, working on the brakes or, you know, doing an oil change or, you know, back before everybody would just like drive into. Well, like it was also cars that you could do that on. True. I mean, let's be truthful here. I mean, 79s, 80, even the 80s, you could work on those cars. Yeah. And so dad did. Right. And I remember being, but you know, the point is if he was doing an oil change, then the clutch alignment tool wasn't going to work. Right. If he was working on the brakes an oil pan wasn't what he needed, it was all about having the right tool for the job. And that was just my experience. Cause I know you had different experience with tools. Oh, absolutely. So I, I had the, honestly, the honor and blessing to work with my dad. At the time as a kid, I really didn't uh, see it that way at all, especially when uh, the summer would come. On, it was like my high school years and and dad would be like, hey, we need to be up at 3.30 or 4 o'clock to get to the job site because of California traffic and all this. I didn't find that to be a blessing. <laughs> and yet now I, I do years, years later after he has passed. But many of times, especially when I was a young plumber's apprentice, basically dad's um, gopher. just gopher, <laughs> I would carry dad's bucket around. And in that bucket were all his tools. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were just tools. And, and I remember for the most part of what I did was my dad would be working somewhere and all he would do is say, tone, I need my hammer or tone. I need this or something else. You know, it just depended on what we were working on. Mm -hmm. And those, those main tools were always at the top. Mm. This is the one thing that I always remember. Like there were always a handful of tools that dad always needed. And yet this toolbox or this bucket was filled with tools because there were times when he would be working on something and he would need this one tool that we only pulled out maybe once every, you know, three months. Mm -hmm. And I would remember scouring his bucket and then eventually I would just dump the bucket out to try to find it. And then I put everything back in. So, um, tools are necessary Yeah, and some of them you're going to use often and even in your marriage, some tools you're going to use all the time and others you're going to grab maybe once a quarter, once a year. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I mean, I still I still have vivid memories of Tony's dad's tool bucket. Um, 
Well, we, and, and actually, I mean, we, we saw it. We, we actually saw it after he passed. I remember. Well, he had like, by, at that point in time, by the time I came along, because Tony and I have been in each other's lives for 27 years now, um, there was like multiple. Oh, yeah. There was always multiple <laughs> buckets. But I mean, he had his one bucket that we always took to, like we always pulled off the truck and that was his bucket. Yeah. But I remember seeing that after he passed away and the memories. Uh-huh. Yeah. The tools, yeah. the associations with yeah. those. And, and, you know, it's not just true for, for construction or for the, the home improvement projects. No. Like a lot of times, you know, it's easy to think in marriage, well, you know what, we're good. Like we're, we're here. We got married. We love each other. We, we had all these great conversations before, you know, we got married and we did. And so we're good. Like, like what else do we need? You know, we'll be happily ever after for the next, you know, 55 years until you, you know, have that first situation where you're like, we don't see eye to eye or shoot going on vacation. Like we struggle every vacation we go on and, and it's easy to think, well, you know what? We just need to read more books. Right. If we just if we read all the marriage books, we'll be good. Or, you well, know, hey, hold on. Like, make sure you read our book, Six Pillars of Intimacy, because that's one don't, book. Don't I, read the wrong books. <laughs> I don't know if there's <laughs> if there's wrong books. I'm just saying, make sure you read our book, The Six Pillars of Intimacy, because that's a foundation piece. Right. Absolutely. You know, that that's a foundation to for your marriage. But it's also easy to think, well, well, I just need to listen to all the podcasts. And we know a lot of you will come to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show and you'll see that there are 677 podcasts as of this recording. And you'll be like, if I just listen, if I, if I listen to the top 100, if I, if I do this, and then if I send all those to my spouse, we'll be good. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and again, we're using, we're trying to use one tool to change everything. Right. Some of you are like, we just need to go to more marriage conferences. If we if we can get to more marriage conferences, then then we just get that infusion and and we're good. Or if we do this worksheet or if we, you know, and and we keep getting into this place where we're trying to use one tool. For every situation, Mm -hmm. it's like when we came back to, you know, talking about the car, Tony being at the job site with his dad, you know, sometimes there's a tool that you use every day. And sometimes there's a tool you use once or twice a year. You still need those tools in the toolbox. And you need to know not just how you use the tool, mm-hmm. right? But how your spouse uses the tool. Mm-hmm. Because I will tell you, I use like, I use like three tools in our house. Um, I have a screwdriver that I can switch from like Phillips to flathead. Thank you to my mother-in-law for getting me that. I use a tape measure all the time. And every once in a while, I will get out a pair of pliers because I need to get something off. That's the extent, like that would be my little like Elisa toolbox. Tony, I know exactly where Tony's toolbox sits and it's got like everything we could possibly need. Not, yeah, I mean, every, I mean everything we, 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 we would, would need, need right? If it's, <laughs> it's not, not that extensive. If it's not in there, we hire out for it, basically. Yeah. But, but what I'm trying to say is we have, we need to know the tools mm-hmm. and we need to be aware in marriage. What does it look like for both of us to be using tools? What does it look like for us to be like Tony's dad? You know, every day, maybe the hammer got used, but some days I don't even like guys, I'm not even going to try and like manufacture what a tool would be that would only come out once a year. Like, do you have any idea what you would pull out maybe once a year or, or I infrequently? Can't, I can't even remember I now. I mean, Plum- plumber's apprentice. <laughs> Like remember, 30 years ago. Yeah, remember, yeah, I was going to say, remember, I, I was doing this when I was 14. That was 33 years ago. Yeah, I mean, we're talking. Four, 34. Yeah. Um, but, but you know what I'm talking about, right? And we have to, we have to actually adopt that mindset. If, we, if we're looking at a home remodel project or a house project, you know, we're putting the backsplash into the island, right? What are those tools that are going to be, you know, in place there 
And how many different tools do we need to actually complete that project? Same thing is true in our marriage. Like if we're trying to shift the emotional intimacy, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're struggling with that. Maybe we're using the wrong tool. Mm-hmm. Right. If we're trying to, to sit down and, and shift the, the sexual intimacy and we're having these conversations in our bedroom and, and we're just saying, hey, listen, you need to listen to this podcast. You need to read this book on seven day sex challenge and your spouse isn't responding. Maybe there needs to be a different tool. And can I say something, too? When we're talking about tools and Elisa brought it up, even with your emotional intimacy, that tool could be your perception and your ideal way of speaking with your spouse is knee to knee holding each mm-hmm. other's hands that that that's that's like a tool like that's what, maybe what's going to be best for the two of you is maybe you're sitting side by side mm-hmm. instead of face to face maybe it's going out on a walk and talk those are tools so we have to see things a little bit differently and and even our body posture and where we're standing and how we're sitting so good those are those are like shifts but they're also it's a it's a tool that we can go oh wait a minute this knee to knee thing isn't working what happens if we just sit shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. yeah or, or you know what happens if we actually like if we struggle around conversations what happens if we if we get like a box of conversation starters mm-hmm. i can't tell you how many times in the last three weeks with my coaching clients i'm like look you guys table topics it's available on amazon pick up a box of cards and use that to actually start the conversation in your marriage i get mm-hmm. it you're struggling There's nothing wrong with being in a place where things are difficult, but are you using the right tool to be able to get there? And I put a link in the episode notes for you guys. So you can just come on over here and and check that out. It's, it's something that we actually have picked up ourselves and we, and we use them. It's, it's a tool that we're able to utilize to engage in our own emotional intimacy. Absolutely. And, you know, don't be afraid to try different tools, right? Because not everything is going to, it's not going to work. You know, the way that one person picks up a hammer and uses a hammer is not going to be the exact same way that somebody else does because the projects may be different. Mm -hmm. Their strength may be different. Their comfortability using that hammer may be different. And the same thing is about, happens for the two of you. It's knowing how the two of you how the two of you use tools best, mm-hmm. right? Because for some of you, some of you are married to people that really love to just listen and absorb. And so that's why like podcasts and audiobooks and things like that are super important. Others want to sit down with a pen and paper mm-hmm. and, and they want to journal and they want to, you know, read a book and they want to do that kind of thing. Some people want, like they respond best when there's an interactive event and they're like, oh, I can see the people that are teaching me and I, and I get it. And, and these are all different tools. Mm-hmm. But we need to talk about building out your marriage toolbox. And we're going to do that after this break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back and we're talking about adding tools to your marriage toolbox. And the first thing you got to do is you got to, you got to open your marriage toolbox and, and ask the question, what tools do we already have? What, what strategies? And, and Tony, I'm so grateful that you said this because it's not just the, the tangible tools like the books or the podcast or the conferences. It's also like, what do I know about my spouse and how my tone of voice impacts them? Your tone of voice is a tool that you can use in your marriage, your, your body language, your location, uh, when you're having conversations or when you're, you know, engaging with one, those are all tools mm-hmm. and you may not think of it that way, but they are. So what, what's already working? What do you have that, you know, you realize, you know what, we have our best conversations when we're doing a walk and talk. There was a season in our marriage, you guys, where literally every Saturday it was a walk and talk. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was the exact right tool that we needed at that season. Mm-hmm. Now those are a little bit just because of life and, and because of where we are and what we're, what we're doing in our marriage, we don't use that tool as much. And that's something great. And I'm, and I'm glad you brought that piece up because you, you may pick something up right now and use it daily. Mm-hmm. So an example, working with my dad, if we were doing, like copper piping and we were doing a number of homes, there were certain tools we would use consistently Mm -hmm. because of the job we were doing. And in your marriage, maybe right now that walk and talk might be the tool you honestly need to strengthen your emotional intimacy. Mm -hmm. And yet there may come a time when you move to something else. So Mm -hmm. that may, that may, that may not be used as much, and that's okay because now you're going to pick up another tool to strengthen another pillar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, some of you, you know, you have a regular, a consistent monthly marriage or money marriage meeting, right? Where you're talking about your finances. Some mm-hmm. of you, you know, listen to the podcast. Like I know I was actually sharing this with some of our um, military couples and, and couples that have been long distance lately in coaching. I'm like, listen to the podcast once a week. If you're both listening to the same show, then you've got something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so some of you have already got these strategies in place, but you need to actually open your marriage toolbox and say, what do we have that's already working for us? Mm-hmm. Start, you always start from a place of strength. You guys mm-hmm. always start from a place of strength. Then you start going, okay, well, what tools do we need? A- and I want to be, I want to be real clear. This is not just like walking into Home Depot or Lowe's or your favorite hardware store and looking at the wall and saying, you know what? I need one of everything. <laughs> First of all, you don't know how to use everything. So, so let's start with that. And secondly, do you really need one of everything? You don't, you need the, you need the right tools for the job, for the project, for the area, for the pillar of intimacy that you're working on. So what pillar, what pillar are you looking for tools on it? You know, and for those of you that are brand new and you have, like, I'm just going to tell you, even if you're not brand new, we're going to repeat them because you guys need to hear these. Right. So let's talk. Let's just rattle off the six. Yeah. So the six pillars of intimacy are your emotional intimacy, your physical intimacy, financial intimacy, spiritual, recreational and sexual intimacy. Yeah. So so you need to go. Okay. because here's the thing. 
right? Even in like a whole house remodel, not everything's being worked on at the exact same time. That's right. Right? Different contractors have different schedules and there's a different, you know, there's all types of, of um, like certain things have to come before other things. Right. Right. You can't put the drywall. Thank you. Progression. You can't put the drywall up if you haven't taken care of the insulation or like all of the interior work. Mm -hmm. Right. Same thing in your marriage. Right. You might be working on the emotional intimacy and you can't jump ahead and go, oh, well, we're going to grab, you know, um, we're going to grab table topics. If we haven't even sat down and looked at our calendar and said, well, when are we going to make time to talk? Right. You've got to you've got to understand that you can't do everything at once. And that's okay. And. What we had, we did an episode though, a little bit ago, a couple of weeks ago, talking about just baby steps. Yes. So what are the baby steps you're taking to get there? Mm-hmm. Right. For some of you, everybody, all of us are a little different, for, but for some of you, and Elisa brought this up, it, you know, maybe buying the table topics is premature if you don't have it on the calendar, but for some of you buying it is what's going to make you get it on the calendar. Exactly. So know who you guys are know your marriage, know your spouse, and use it accordingly. Mm-hmm. Every project, and when I say every project, every marriage is different. Yes. So if we look at it that way, what you are building is your home. Mm. And your home is the two of you. And because of that, there are going to be nuances that are only related to the two of you. And our desire is that you take the six pillars of intimacy and you strengthen every single pillar to build your home. It's not mine and Elisa's home. Our home is different than yours. You know, we're down the street from you guys. Our home is different. It was built in 1985 and yours was built in 1995. I mean, there's differences that are happening. So pick, pick up the tool for you guys. Well, and that's where you've got to know too, what are the best tools, not just for the job, but for how the two of you are wired. Absolutely. Right? Because for some of you, having getting the latest marriage book actually makes a lot of sense. Others of you are going to find the podcasts that speak to exactly the situation that you're dealing with in your marriage. For some of you, you're going to be like, you know what? We actually need to, we need to do a workshop around this particular pillar because this is, this is where we've got cracks right now. So we're going to get really specific, you know, and and find a workshop that speaks to that or a conference, you know, some type of live event that speaks to which pillar we're addressing, Mm -hmm. right? You're going to, some of you are going to say, you know what? We just need to, we we need to work one-on-one. We need to bring in an expert in this and so we're going to work, we're going to get one-on-one coaching to actually just address this, but we're going to bring somebody else in that can help us. You know, this is like when yeah, I, I almost like in the one-on-one coaching to, you know, a lot of times, um, you can, you can be a weekend warrior and you start, you know, like pulling apart the wall or the plumbing. And all of a sudden you're like, this is a much bigger project than I thought it was going to be. Thought it was pretty straightforward. And then all of a sudden you're either on YouTube looking at every single YouTube video and you're like, okay, just give me the guy that I can relate to to get this done. Or you're calling in the expert, the plumber, the electrician, you know, the handyman. And you're like, I, I actually need you to come and take care of this. And Elisa brings that up and I'm, and I'm chuckling because um, I'm a big road cyclist, as, as many of you know. And my bike recently has had this creak in it and, it and it's driving me nuts. And, and I've, and I've gone and done what I could do and like, you know, taking off the cranks and the chain and this and that, and trying to figure things out and it's still not going away. And 
and, and I've worked on my bike for many a years, you, you know, uh, I've never built wheels or anything of that nature, but it got to this, this point finally where I'm, I'm like, I just need an expert, you know, bike technician to come in and like go from top to bottom mm. on my bike and figure out what the heck's going on, clean it all up, get it all dialed back in the way it really needs to be. And then I can do the little stuff. Like I know my limitations of mm. what I can do. And sometimes in our marriage, we, we, we have That's a good. limitation. We have a limitation and we need somebody else to come in to go, oh, you know what? I can help oil this. I can help tweak this for you. So if that's you, apply for coaching with Elisa. You can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Get started. Get moving. It's it's what I had to do. I had to pick up the phone. Well, I didn't actually pick up the phone. I was on the I was online and I searched and I was like, oh, all right, cool. Fix my bike or whatever the, <laughs> the company is. And I'm like, great. Here it is. Here's the schedule. Here's how much it's going to be. Great. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Come on over to my house. I, I like mobile mechanics. Fix my bike. And that may be you right now in your marriage. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I, I need, we need the next step. We need the expert to come in and take care of some things in our marriage. So that way we can get rid of this little Creek that continues to go on and on. Mm, What a beautiful analogy. I love it when the bike gets used for good, you know, (laughs) not just does it keep him in shape, but it's a great marriage analogy. And, you know, ultimately it's, it's coming down to the fact that you, you won't use the same tool for every situation. You know, it's understanding that your marriage toolbox you know, just like, like I said earlier, my toolbox would have like three tools in it. I feel like I need, you know, a screwdriver, <laughs> Phillips and flathead. I need a tape measure and probably a, like a, a Plier. pliers. Thank you. Um, but if I only had those three things, there's a lot of things that I couldn't do in my marriage, right? I couldn't do my house. And, and ultimately, you know, you expand that to going, okay, what, what would I be limited to if I only had three tools in our marriage? If it was only, you know, if I was like, oh, it can only be this. And I drew a hard line in the sand and then it's like, no, wait a minute. That's not working. That t- and sometimes, sometimes it's just looking in the mirror, you know, very much like that hug said and said, you know what, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. This tool is not the right tool. We actually need to pick up another tool. We need to build out our marriage toolbox. And I will tell you, and I've seen this countless times in coaching couples, the couples that will put more tools in their toolbox and understand when and how to use them and when and how their spouse uses them. Those are the couples that will step into the place of being extraordinary. And that is our desire for each and every one of you listening to the show today. Yeah. It, you know, this week, this, this is the thing this week, which tool or tools do you need to pick up? Sit down with your spouse have a conversation, look at your six pillars of intimacy and determine which ones are strong and then look at the ones that have cracks and Mm -hmm. go, okay, which tool are we going to pick up in this season to strengthen that pillar Mm. or these pillars? You guys got it. We are here for you. We are encouraging you. We want to see you have the extraordinary marriage you desire. So go after it. Go find the tool or tools that you need to pull out of your toolbox this week to have yours. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.